Welcome to Nerds Are Us, a podcast for nerds by nerds. This is your host, Ready Set Gomez, alongside my brother, Knockout Tunes. What's going on, man? What up? Not now, uh, much, today's topic man. is Spider-Man um, into the Spider-Verse, the sequel that was just announced, obviously. Is it, though? I mean... I really want to delve. Well, we're definitely going to just dive straight into, in In general, general. Miles Morales. Um, You brought up a really good point um, when we were talking about this earlier, and we kind of debated whether or not we should even go into this subject. But um, we were talking about how they don't make Miles Morales (sighs) Puerto Rican enough in like any of it, and it really irritated you because I mean. um, this is our heritage and we're not being represented in the movies, but we were represented in the video games kind of. All right. So here's the thing. Miles Morales came out in 2010, a 14 year old Puerto Rican and black superhero, Spider-Man. I was kind of like, Oh, we already have Spider-Man. What the fuck? Um, then, you know, a couple years later, uh, I think, I think it was a couple years later or not, but uh, Spider-Gwen came out and there was a couple other ones and everything like that. And I was, you know, I was happy. I was like, yes, we have a Puerto Rican Spider-Man. And, you know, in the comics, he's Puerto Rican and black. He has the struggles, you know, of a mixed race person, um, just as I do. Um, I'm Puerto Rican and white, you're Puerto Rican and white. And we have, you know, these mixed race struggles. Uh, alongside with, you know, fighting crime and everything like that that we do in our underwear. Um, Now, uh, what I have been struggling to jump on the bandwagon with is that um, I do understand that his dad is black, um, but he is predominantly raised by his mom. His dad dies pretty early in his age he's a he dies when he's 14 years old and um after that in the spider-verse it doesn't really mention his puerto rican heritage now um if you watch ultimate spider-man which you can catch on disney i binged it and i think there was six seasons and uh i that's one of my comfort shows uh, there is season, I believe, six that uh, has Miles Morales um, come into the Spider-Verse, if you will, uh, consequentially because of something that Spider-Man and Doctor Strange did. So um, in that, he's represented by his mom. Um, his mom is obviously Latina. He's Puerto Rican. And um, it is a kind of happy representation of it, but it doesn't really delve into, you know, his ethnicity and everything like that. Um, Reason being, I say that I am upset with this portion of this is because knowing Puerto Rican people and being Puerto Rican as well, I know that we are very proud people. And it just kind of discerns me because when he was made in the comic books, it was made a big deal that he was a Puerto Rican boy. Um, And now it's coming down to, um, and I even 
heard someone like in a podcast um, basically say this was the aesthetics and the swagger of a young black man. And I heard that and I was just like, wait a minute. Yeah. At the same time, though, you do have to keep into consideration that if we're diving into the genetics of Puerto Ricans and all of that, there is a African culture within our culture too so we are being represented in a way however the fact that like when i was playing um spider-man miles morales which is a phenomenal game by the way we'll get to that in a little bit um he was represented on the civilian side when he was just miles by his puerto rican heritage because of his interaction with his his mother and um his neighborhood he he spoke spanish i'm pretty sure in a couple of the scenes too um, but, but my, my point is, uh, is that like, did. I was really clamoring for a Puerto Rican inspired, like Spider-Man suit. Instead, we got the black lives matter Spider-Man suit. And it was just kind of like a spit in the face of our heritage, because if you're representing one, I feel like representing, representing one, then you have to represent the other. And I think that's <laughs> what kind of, that's what rubbed me the wrong way. Represent. Um, it was actually cool. I uh, I played it uh, with someone else at first, and they would um, constantly uh, belittle the fact that he was Puerto Rican. And then uh, when we went into the house and everything like that, uh, you know, it was Christmas time. There was tortones on the stove. There was patele. There was fucking roca gandules. There was uh, uh, pollo frito. You know, uh, everything like that. And you didn't see, and I don't want to be, you know what? You didn't see collard greens. You didn't see, you know, black eyed. Because that's not his like mother's that. culture. Because that's his father's his culture. It's basically what it comes down to. Um, I did want to say and... that, like, the missions in the game are kind of stereotypical. Um, we're like, you know how you're finding the sound bites from Uncle Aaron and your father? And it's like, basically like beats that they made together. And it's just like really, I'm like, yeah, come on, man! You're you're making it like they're the stereotypical, like oh, we want to be rappers type of thing. I I thought that was just really, it just felt too forced. Um, it felt like spite. Yeah. Like um, I joint. did want to mention <laughs> that I don't know if you knew this, but he actually got his powers from his uncle. Did you know that? Um, yes. So in the um, comments? it all begins when Dr. Conrad Marcus, a researcher as Oz, at Oscorp, uh, attempted to recreate the company's trademark Oz formula by experimenting with Peter Parker's blood. So at this point, Miles' criminal uncle Aaron Davis um, broke in and stole the Oz formula. While this is going on, one of the company's Oz-enhanced spiders creeps into his bag. When Uncle Aaron comes back home, drops his bag off in his apartment, the spider comes with him and makes itself at home. Now, that being said, um, sometime later, and I don't know how later, because I'm just literally reading this off from, uh, I think, Screen Rant. Um, Miles is visiting his uncle's apartment, going against his wishes of his father, who doesn't trust his criminal brother. The genetically modified spider creeps onto his hand and bites him, transferring its abilities to him. Now, what's even more interesting and... Um, I think that 
it can be said pretty openly. He got his powers from Peter Parker. Essentially. Because they're experimenting with the... Well, that was something else they're that I... That was something else that I had actually uh, I had mentioned to you that... Yeah, and I didn't even realize that um, into the Spider-Verse. I didn't realize that he got the suit from Aunt May. Um, I'm actually watching it in the background because I feel like I missed like the entire movie or something. Um, and right now, it's where he's on the side of the building and he's like... Free, like freaking out there's pigeons on his hand and everything and it, it's it's such a funny scene i forget that in the comics as well and this is pretty goddamn um this is pretty comic book accurate he struggles with being spider-man he doesn't like having his powers in, in fact right now it's showing that he's reading the tales of spider-man and he's like whoa um, like, I don't want to be him, basically. And I don't think people realize that, like, that. Well, that's probably m- the most human reaction to that. Like, Uncle Ben said it himself. He literally said, with great power comes great responsibility. Miles is just a fucking teenager. And I mean, just yeah, he's a very young Spider-Man and people are like, well, Peter was too. I think Peter was like 18, 19 was Peter was no, was he 15 years old? 15 years old. Okay. Well, when I was, I'm going to be honest before I got into comic books, I watched the movies first, the first trilogy. He was, he had to be like, what? 17, 18. He was in high school still. No, he dude, Toby Maguire looks like he was a fifty-year-old man. Us. There's no way that he was portraying a fifteen-year-old Spider-Man. That is he so definitely, sad. He definitely was, though, and that's the problem with that's the problem with movies is that, like, all right, you have Harry Potter where they were definitely, yeah. definitely like twelve years old, and then at the end of the and then at the end of the series, they definitely were not. Yeah, no, I get that. Like, and like you, you, know you what I'm um, like, see it as well in the Percy um, Jackson movies, like um, Logan Lerman, Alexandria Daddario. You're telling me that Annabeth is 12 years old with a rack like that? Like, come on, that's Alexandria Daddario, bro. bro. <laughs> oh man, she um, is fine. So, So what I'm getting at is like the portrayals in the movies are just off a little bit. Um, I think that it was pretty human to have him scared of the powers almost like he's, he's freaking out with the fact that he, he feels isolated and just like nobody gets him. And I think that's what makes him so unique. Well, dude, I'm going to be perfectly honest. Um, if I woke up on the side of the building, yeah, I'd shit yeah. my fucking pants. I mean, pants. that's true. Like, I'd freak the fuck out. Uh, like, like, like Spider Man. Like, when you think of when you think of like Spider Man and everything like that, um, he took to his powers pretty easily, and it was pretty ungenuine. Even in the Spider Man, the first Spider Man movies, like Tobey Maguire was like, "Oh, wait a second, I can stick to walls." I'm just going to walk up one and I'm going to be okay with it. Then I'm going to make a spider suit and beat the shit out of people. Exactly. Like what the fuck so are you what, doing, bro? What makes um this even better 
is that there, there's so many powers like, oh, he can he can literally walk on walls and shit like that and crawl up them. Did you know that he he possesses some different ones? The Venom Blast, which is the most popular one in the um in the freaking video game, is and cloaking. Um, and cloaking. but he also possesses a venom sting, which can paralyze anyone he touches with only the slightest contact, no matter their size. So the venom sting can cut right through most objects, yeah. including chains. I mean, it doesn't like it's not on the same level as like Wolverine's claws, but it's it's fucking it's pretty OP if you ask me. Miles Morales, I believe, when I was looking up on the list, was like the third strongest Spider-Man. Third strongest? Miles Morales? Who the fuck is the second? Yeah. And if you say Peter Parker 2.0, I'm going to get pissed. Uh, I... <laughs> no. Um, I believe uh, okay. most Spider is so, the strongest um, Spider-Man. I don't know if you knew this part, but apparently um, fucking Rio Morales, his mother died by police gunfire. I uh, don't know that? the specifics, but she passed away in her son's arms. Um, she met her end during a battle between Spider-Man and Venom when stray police gunfire rips through her body. Uh, Rio passes away in her son's arms and her dying moments tells him never to inform his father about his costumed identity. So in that portion I'm assuming his father's what? still alive. Um, and then uh, thanks to Molecule uh, Man. See, this is, is where another... comics get so fucking out of hand. Uh, thanks to Molecule Man, Rio is now alive again when Molecule Man brings Miles to the Marvel Universe. As mentioned before, um, which he comes into like the main Marvel Universe instead of the Ultimate. Um, he also brings along his immediate family. This includes Rio, now back from the dead. And with no memory of having been killed before, um, being Spider-Man doesn't tend to involve getting many cosmic rewards, but this one gift that Miles could not be happier about. Um, that's directly from ScreenRant.com uh, backslash ultimate dash spider dash man dash miles dash morales dash facts dash trivia backslash motherfuckers. Um, so <laughs> and it's, sources, it's crazy dude. because like there's so much that people don't realize about Miles Morales in general. There's comic book runs where his his father fucking even disowns him. Where it's it's in the universe uh, prior yeah. to him and, coming um... into the Marvel universe. Um, his response after he kills Aaron, his uncle, and he kills his mom. Um, he literally is just angry. Um, well, the thing is, is that. Uh, in Ultimate Spider-Man, he gets stuck in Peter Parker's universe. The thing that you were talking about with, you know, he gets his powers from Peter and everything like that. In Miles' universe, Peter is dead. Yeah. So he's kind of taking uh, the mantle. And he is doing everything on his own he doesn't have uh he doesn't he doesn't have someone to show him the ropes like 
you know, like in the video game and everything like that. Peter isn't sitting there chilling with him being like, yo, yeah, swing like this. Um, he's pretty much figuring everything out by himself. And that's uh, one thing that I found was cool because he did it like Peter. But the other thing that I didn't like was that like many comic book characters, he was pushed by the death mm-hmm. of a parent. Um, and it gets very dry because I look at all these, I, I've, I've literally looked at and analyzed a lot of Marvel characters and DC and, and they're pushed by the death of parents. Um, now, this raises the question if the writers have mommy and daddy issues or do they genuinely just believe that vengeance is the key? I don't know. It's, it's I, pretty I, I interesting don't, I don't know. how they they do that. They, they recycle ideas a lot. Um, one of the main things that I've I can pick up on is I don't know if you remember Peter Porker from the Into the Spider-Verse movie. Okay, so did you know that there's a Miles yes, Moore Hammers? <laughs> I'm not even joking on that name either. Um, so it basically, uh, it, if you're not familiar, Peter Porker's reality tells a story vaguely reminiscent of Peter Parker's. Um, the same is about Miles Moore Hammers. Now, the radioactive spider that bit Miles Morales, um, that was stolen from his uncle, the Prowler. This one's called the Fowler. <laughs> now I so uh, apparently um he's actually an advisor to the Future Foundation in the Ultimate Universe. So he's actually somewhat of a big role in the comic books. I think that's pretty fucking. That's it's a little bit of weird trivia for some Miles Morales. So I, I I just want to interject for a second and uh, just explain something, and it's the uh, fact that we don't do video for this because my face was I I, I don't even know like you know like when Ricky Bobby is like you I didn't know what to do with your face hands, whether to like, laugh or <laughs> I was like stuck like I was having a stroke dude like I'm I'm like Miles more Hammett like. It was funny, but at the same time, I'm it's like, a dad joke. It's the it's seriously? the father of all dad jokes. Um, yeah, yeah, and I, I feel like I feel like a dad. Yeah, for sure. Um, now it's it, kind of just getting into that joking mood. Um, I, I kind of want to uh, go into our uh, first ever nerdometer um, for our podcast. You up for it? Okay. Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, what did you... Oh, outstanding. Um, so it's Spider-Man... It was a short... Yeah, it was a short game. It was Um, and I cover that in the review. But I ranked it outstanding, um, because I I loved it. I platinumed it. I literally played it again just so I could get the platinum trophy. I might have... I might have found a loophole where I could get the platinum trophy, but that's besides the point. Um, if I get a platinum trophy, you know that I liked the game. So, yep, and uh, I platinum it. It was pretty well. easy. Uh, just 
No, well, just by the sheer fact that like I was like eighty seven percent to platinuming it, and I was just yeah. like, you know what, I'm absolutely gonna fuck this game because it was it was at that point I was just like, you know what, I'm just gonna get my last few, and then I'm gonna come right inside and of then it. I'm just gonna, <laughs> you know. So um, yeah. <clears throat> without yeah, much further much. ado, here is Spider Man Miles Morales's Nerdometer. Have you ever wanted to swing through the streets of Harlem? Maybe play fisticuffs with your local rhino? How about assaulting your former high school crush? You can have it all in the special skin of Spider-Man Miles Morales. Now, all jokes aside, this game slaps harder than a twisted tea can. If you can handle that, then you are in the right place. Let's just break down all the things good about the game. First off, Miles fucking Morales is the coolest Spider-Man you wish you could be. Like him. At because Peter might be cool, but he'll never live down the emo sidewalk scene. Now, if you're here to experience both sides of a superhero, this game has it all. From emotional turmoil over his mother being in the crossfire of his vigilanteism, or on the superhero side, dealing with a new threat in the Tinkerer. Uh, prepare to have multiple gut punches before this game is finished. And just when you think it can't get worse when you reach the climax, just like all of your didn't make it past the one night stand girls in your life, the ending will send you into a spiral of self-pity and amazement, <laughs> basically how you feel every time you throw fuck a foot long from Subway. You'll realize this was an amazing game and a welcome addition to the Sony Spider-Man video game universe. The only negative about this game was that it didn't last as long as I wanted it to. And yes, title of my sex tape. This ranks outstanding on the Nerdometer, guys. And I just wanted to say, if you enjoyed these Nerdometer um, posts throughout our Instagram and enjoyed that little tidbit from Spider-Man Miles Morales, be sure to let us know when you listen to our episodes, comment on them, whatever, um, and we'll continue them. I actually love writing these kind of reviews. They're fun. And um, they kind of just get me into this creative mood. How am I going to come off as the most blunt and most nerdy and funny at the same time? <laughs> yeah. And if you like this content, follow us at Instagram. We are nerds yeah. are us. Um, and we're constantly doing reviews um, and have news 24 yeah we just posted um, a recent one um i mean obviously it's not going to be recent when we post this uh next monday but it was the garfield goes to nickelodeon all-stars it was just announced um as the first dlc now um kind of diving back into the subject yeah, of, um of miles morales there's going to be a sequel to um, Spider-Man, and both of the Spider-Mans are going to be in it alongside Venom. How excited are you for that? Um, as you know, Venom's my... Venom is very near and dear to me. Uh, the movies were dope, and uh, I just overall like the idea that he's finally coming into the video games um not really sure how i feel about peter being really in this um i mean one. it's not a spider-man um I, it's I, not I, a spider-man miles morales sequel it it's a it's a sequel to spider-man the original that came out for the ps4 created by Insomniac. but in the pre but in the but in the preview, it shows Spider Man and Miles Morales like 
backing into a corner because Venom's like coming out of. I mean, wouldn't uh, you? Uh, shadows. And <laughs> I would probably cower in a corner. I don't know. I think, uh, dude. I think like I, I honestly, if it was just a symbiote and uh, he was like you know crawling on my wall, I'd be like, come here, little symbiote. Bro, you haven't gotten laid in a while. You might try to fuck it. You know? <laughs> yeah. That... <laughs> Let's be honest. Me and that situation. Oh, shit. You're not wrong. You're not wrong at all. Um, But uh, what would actually be cool, and I mean, if we can switch back and forth. I think Spider-Man that's how it's going to be game, because it's going to, it, from the looks of it, it kind of looks um, like it resonates with, um, what is it called? Gotham Knights, where you can switch in between uh, the Bat family. Either that or you can. That would be cool too. That way you have two different. That endings. would be dope. Um, and would be even more cool is that if instead of the Miles Morales that we got out of that, we actually get a Spider-Gwen game. That would be cool. Um, and now, uh, awkward for, uh, Spider-Man and... I don't know if you know this, and it's kind of fucking weird, but Miles is 14 years old and is dating Spider Gwen. I mean, like, my claim Wait, how old is Spider Gwen? Is when I was she's uh, gonna be you know, 18? Spider Gwen? Oh, that like, is kind of weird. But she's that's like, 18, like um, Aang old. and Korra. I mean, Aang is technically like 100 fucking 12 years old, and Korra is a 12 year old little girl. Actually, I think she's 14. She's 14. Yeah, but at the same, but but at the same yeah. time, Aang actually, I think he is 10. ten. It's such a weird age so. gap, and their maturity levels you can just tell are not there. Um, I'm just I was looking up uh, Venom in different different video games, and God, there have there hasn't been a good Venom. There hasn't been a good representation of Venom since the Venom movies. And I know a lot of people bash on them and bash on Tom Hardy and everything like that. And a lot of people aren't uh, down with, you know, uh, Let There Be Carnage, but those movies uh, were fucking incredible. Yeah. Um, I did want to say, because you said that most video games sucked with Venom in it, uh, Spider-Man Web of Shadows was fucking phenomenal. I don't know if you remember that game. Uh... Sorry. Do you remember that? Uh, I completely forgot that Venom was in Web of Shadows, dude. And also, I don't know if you knew that this game even existed, because I didn't. Uh, Spider-Man and Venom Maximum Carnage was released in 1994. So um, you either play as Spider-Man or Venom, and you take down Carnage and his uh, symbiotic gang. Well, this game, I'm reading this off from GameSpot.com. Um, it was, came out when side-scrolling beat-em-ups were at their height. What made this game really cool was that this was the first time you could play as Venom. Oh, so the first time that you could actually play as Venom was Spider-Man and Venom Maximum Carnage 1994. And I guess he was in Spider-Man, the first Marvel 3D adventure game releasing on multiple systems. Uh, see. And he fit into the story really well. I do remember that. Um, 
and it, obviously he's in Marvel versus Capcom and shit like that, which I don't really think is that great. Um, I've never been a huge fan of fucking Marvel versus Capcom. I don't know why. Fan of fighting games in general, dude. I mean, like that's just a given. Yes and no. I, I do like fighting games, but they have to be done well. I liked Injustice too. I like Mortal Kombat 11. Um, what defeats it for me personally is that I don't like repetitiveness and I like fighting games when I'm playing with other people. Um, if that makes sense. I think that for you, but in person, like I can't play it online. It just pisses me I, off. I think for you, you look for the story in the fighting game and yeah. there isn't really a story and there isn't a story, no, there there isn't. Isn't a story in Marvel vs. Capcom. And and there's not even like a, there's not even a good fighting Marvel game. Like just a standalone Marvel game, which blows my fucking mind because out of all of the goddamn games or out of all the companies that should have a fighting game, Nickelodeon All-Stars beat you to it. Fucking uh, Warner Brothers is beating you to it. Disney, how the fuck don't you have a Super Smash fucking game? What's wrong with you? Or a Mortal Kombat game oh. with Marvel characters. Oh, it literally could be called. It literally could be titled. If you want to go the injustice route, it could literally be titled Civil War, Marvel's Civil War. Um, actually, Ultimate Alliance, kind of. Marvel's Ultimate Alliance, phenomenal games. They, However, they went on the they they took that story. They took the Civil War story and the yeah, that was Ultimate Alliance two, if I'm not yeah, mistaken. And they took the whole registering as a superhero and everything like that, and giving the secret identities and whatnot. And you were given yes. a chance to you know fucking tell Shield dive into the politics of it. Tell yes. Shield either you know suck my dick or you know uh, go along with it. But, uh, However, that wasn't an actual fighting game, is what I'm getting. I, at. Yeah, I get that, but I mean, uh, uh, yeah, I guess it's, it's not. A, it's not a fighting game. Yeah, at all. Yeah, I mean, I I think it's a good representation. It's it's of a Marvel beat 'em up Capcom. game. It's more like a gauntlet game or a Diablo game. It's that, but I wouldn't call it a fighting game. I want something like side. Side scrolling like Mortal Kombat, but at the same time, I don't know. I want something Marvel that's actually good. You have Spider Man, they're creating Wolverine, which I'm super excited for. Um, the Deadpool game was very arcadey and could honestly, he doesn't need a video game. Deadpool, it, I don't think that you could properly make a Deadpool game right now. With the technology that we have. It's not even with the technology that we have. It's with the cancer culture. It, it might it's just with, be the with, narrative. Nah, it's with the cancer culture that we have right now. And I'm surprised. Not even that. You know, right I played now. the video game and it was entertaining. It's just like, if as if I'm not doing like seafood type combos, I don't really want to play Deadpool. I want to feel like Deadpool. I don't want to feel like, I don't want to feel jerky. In my movements, I want to literally be like this kung fu fucking Deadpool kicking ass motherfucker, and then the game didn't do that for me. Yeah, so. and I definitely, I definitely. That, that's why I enjoyed the fuck out of the Spider-Man games because they literally put you into the shoes of Spider-Man. Yeah, and you feel like him. 
you're literally like, oh shit, this is awesome. Yeah, I I definitely get that. I uh, I I do. Um, I did enjoy I I enjoyed Deadpool, but I mean, I don't think that he's an a, he's a good character to be a video game. For what it was, like it, for what it was, what and it was. that that that's definitely a, a topic that we could discuss in future episodes. Like, uh, and it, sound off, um, if you're listening, sound off if you think this is a great idea. But we could talk about um different superheroes from different universes. It doesn't matter if they're Marvel, DC, fucking, and Milestone, whatever. That would be good video games. Yeah. Now, um, do you think that you became more of a Miles Morales fan? after the video game or were you yeah. already like kind of on board with it? I was, uh, I was already on board with it. Um, however, I feel like the video game definitely just gave him more of a, uh, I guess gave me more of a personal view of him and the struggles that he had to go through as Spider-Man because we only had into the Spider-Verse and that was, a cartoon movie like yeah it's it's very adult themed um however it's not it's not geared towards adults it's geared towards children let's be honest um and i think that's why i really enjoyed the video game because it, it gave me those adult themes that i was looking for in the movie and yes they're present but they're not explored in depth as much as miles morales spider-man the game is. I really don't. I really don't feel like you know, Into the Spider Verse was geared towards kids. I mean, I, 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 I mean the animation style, I, the, I see that, I see the that jokes and all that. of that. I feel like the serious tone of the Spider Man game, um, with Miles Morales. That's what made me, um, geared towards it. And the fact that Spider Man, the first one, um kind of pushed you in the direction that, hey, you're getting a Miles Morales fucking game. Because you can control him in the I first one. I don't that. know if you remember that. Yeah, I definitely get that. But I, I, me personally, I feel like Into the Spider-Verse was a great way to bring Miles Morales into the movies in general. You know, kind of like, be like, bam, here's, a, here's another Spider-Man and he is fucking here to stay. Like, it, it, oh, absolutely. Was... And they made it so he's the main Spider-Man in these movies. Because, I mean, if you haven't watched the whole movie, and spoiler alert, if you haven't watched Into the Spider-Verse, I don't know how the fuck you haven't already. It's been out for how long? Two years? Three? It's been uh, out for quite a while. If you haven't watched it, too bad. So at the end, fucking um, Peter Parker sacrifices himself and fucking dies obviously um hang on a second i want to stop it, you for two seconds that's actually not peter ben parker oh really yes that is that's uh, cool i didn't that know that spider-man of um i believe it was his universe and they thought he was dead but he wasn't really dead or yeah. he came to another universe or something like that i, I that's the only portion that I. he doesn't remember. actually die at the end does he I don't remember. No, he's not dead because he is in the second one. And you're going to be getting 2099 Spider-Man, which is a fucking complete dick. Um, Isn't his last name O'Hara or some shit like that? Uh, I think that's the guy that voices him. But, um... Yeah. No, that's, um... The person that voices him is 
Oscar Isaac, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but uh, yeah, dude's a complete dick. Uh, and your actual uh, what I saw was uh, Spider Man and uh, Spider Man 2099 actually fighting. So I don't know if he's gonna be the villain in the movie or what, but definitely Spider Man 2099 was a fucking dick in every universe and in every aspect of uh movie tv show anything like that that i've ever seen him in so i don't know and oh dude fucking it's miguel o'hara i was right and he's a brilliant irish mexican geneticist living in nueva york a renamed new york city in the year 2099 oh yeah huh that's cool, that's funny i guess um that's fucking that's crazy yeah there's a lot of different people in the spider verse that we just don't know about like um i don't know i don't know if you've heard of kane parker kane parker yeah he's a clone of peter parker yeah that's um what's it called scarlet spider yeah Scarlet Spider, um, which I feel like he's not really portrayed anywhere besides the comics. I mean, you might get a, a uh, super suit or something, but he is a um, reoccurring. He's uh, he, he's reoccurring in uh, Ultimate Spider-Man um, on the Disney Channel, and oh, really? Uh, she actually, I say she. Wow, um, but there's also two different. Scarlet Spiders. Yeah, there's, there is. There's Benjamin Ben Riley. That's uh actually so Aunt May gives him the name Ben in the Ultimate Spider-Man. Huh. Really? Yes. Um and Kane Parker is from And like we never there's there's so many people that haven't been touched upon. Like Jackal's not in there, Spider Side, Madam Webb. Um I mean, we just got Spider-Man Noir. Um, nor. Nor? Yeah. It's not Noir. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, mm. There's also um, Anya Corazon. I don't know if you know who that is. She first appeared in uh, 2010 as... Or no, she first appeared in Amazing Fantasy Volume 2, number 1. August 2004 as Aranya and um, Young Allies Volume 2, number 5, in October 2010 as Spider-Girl. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. She's yeah, the yeah. Spanish-looking one. Yeah, yeah. I do remember that now. I, I There's also Silk. There's uh, Ezekiel, Craven the Hunter. There's so many characters that just haven't been in the movies yet, and it's just insane to me. God, there's even uh, Penny Parker. I don't even know who the fuck that is. Never heard of her. Penny Parker? Um, that's, uh, I, I think that's Peter and uh, MJ's kid. She is a 14-year-old high school student who was adopted by Aunt May and Uncle Ben following the death of her father, Caretaker. She's in Edge of the Spider-Verse, um, played by Kamiko Glenn. We're, oh, she's in Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Dude, yeah. She's um the one with the fucking, what's it called? The suit. Oh, uh, I, I, the Asian one. She literally has the spider suit. Oh, yeah. 
Holy shit. Yeah, I didn't even know that. See, this is the type of shit that, like, we just, we kind of just, uh, it, we forget about. Um, Tarantula also hasn't been in the, um, in the movies. Either. Yeah, well, that's, the, that's, that's um, something that, you know. He has a huge, huge fucking rogue cast, just like Batman. I mean, Spider-Man and Batman might just be up there in um, rogue galleries. The thing is, is that if you don't know, kind of now you know, but yeah. Um, the thing is, is that if you don't know, if you don't read comic books and everything like that, or you're not like up to speed with Spider-Man and read every single, you know, like storyline and arc and everything like that, you're not going to know that. Like I know about Silk and everybody like that from Web Warriors. Um, but when you, if you're not familiar with it, then if you yeah. mentioned, when you mentioned Penny Parker, I was kind of confused because I was like, I know that, that I know that MJ and Peter had a female. Well, I was going to say female daughter. Um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, fuck. And that's how we get our first cancellation. You chose her gender at birth. How fucking dare you, sir? <laughs> oh, gender. Oh, yeah, my daughter oh, came fuck. out with a vagina, dude. Sorry. Um, yeah. Um, so anyways, fucking, you thought that it was MJ's and uh, Peter's daughter. Yeah, I can't remember. Oh, it's May Parker. Duh. <laughs> I'm literally just going to look it up. because it's, it's, it's bothering I, I know. It, I yeah, know it's it. May Day Parker. It's the daughter of Peter and Mary Jane Parker in the future. Alternate universe continuity. Uh, Peter and Mary Jane named their daughter after his Aunt May. Yeah. Oh, no shit. <laughs> she was Spider Girl, actually. Yep. Um, she first appeared in 1998, and her brother, which is even fucking weirder, is Benjamin Richard Parker. Which I don't know why you would name your your fucking kids after a husband and wife, but that's besides me. Well, I mean, <laughs> they raised him to be the man that he was. I know. Yes, but like naming. Are... Okay, so like having a brother and sister. Named after a husband and wife, it's almost like, oh, stepbrother, I'm stuck in the dryer again. You know, like, it's <laughs> fucking weird, man. <laughs> and that voice will be coming back soon. <laughs> oh, shit. But, like, it just, it's very weird fucking, like, why would you do that? I, I don't know. People don't think before they do, and it's just, it's weird. Um, but on that note, we should probably wrap up this, uh... We should probably web up this episode for the dad jokes out there. Um, I say dad jokes because you're all fucking jokes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> myself included. <laughs> Anyways. Hello, um, darkness, my old friend. Stay nerdy, motherfuckers. Stay subscribed. And stay following us on fucking Instagram and everywhere else. Peace. Podcast out.